They're doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. I apologize for uh, uh, the music <laughs> being a little crazy this morning. I uh, was trying to uh, uh, get the um, make sure everything's working on the website and on the social media. And I'm actually streaming out live like I'm supposed to this morning. And so I don't know uh, uh, what happened last night at church. But uh, I am um, uh, trying to hold on here to trying to, whoa, there we go. <laughs> but uh, let me get this sent out here. I'm sorry for the delay and the confusion this morning, uh, trying to get um, uh, all this stuff pushed out there so everybody can watch. Uh, good morning, Susie. Uh, oh, from Myrtle Beach, must be nice. I wish I was a Myrtle Beach right now. That would be wonderful. <laughs> and uh, give anything to be at the beach right now. But uh, unfortunately, I am not able to go. <laughs> so thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But uh, hold on here. Sorry. I, what it is, I'm trying to get the link uh, to the website uh, because some people have a hard time getting through the website to uh, the devotions uh, or to our uh, church in the uh services and uh, so if you wonder what i'm doing hopefully this will uh, help you there but uh, whoops whoa all right now let's get started sorry crazy morning it's already monday robin Foles said good morning hope you enjoyed your break missed you and thankful for the podcast thank you miss Foles. and jeffrey said good morning i see that headboard didn't get you last night oh jeffrey's being mean i made a headboard for my bed and uh Jennifer thinks it's going to fall on top of me and hurt me. So she just does. She does not have faith in my work. So she's just mean. She is. You got to watch her. She's rotten. So she's one of those. She seems quiet and sweet, but inside she's meaner than a snake. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, Mister Buddy, uh, this past week uh, it was nice to kind of take a little time off. Uh, they had fall break at school, and just want to spend some extra quality time with my wife and daughter and uh and we uh and i just you know sometimes i just need that mental break you know uh, a lot of people don't think realize and understand the amount of preparation time uh, that goes in and all the studying goes in for sunday morning uh sunday evening services wednesday evening services uh studying i see you know i i know i look like i'm super smart <laughs> I'm just, I know that I'm not, but I have to study every day for the devotions to do. And uh, so it, it takes time. And so sometimes I just need a, just a quick break there, but uh, good morning, Ed. And uh, so uh, hopefully, hopefully you understand as to why I need to take it, uh, that little break. But anyway, I hope everybody had a good week last week, a good weekend. I hope you're looking forward to this week. I know it's going to be pretty hectic. Uh, all the kids returning back to school. So uh, what's your drive time? Uh, I know when you're going to school, when you're going to school, when you're going to work or school, it lasts up plenty of time. <clears throat> and remember, there's a lot of kids out there, inexperienced, <clears throat> excuse me, just starting to drive. Uh, you know, don't get upset if we're not going as fast as you want them to be. Now, you know, I, that's why I tell my daughter all the time, so watch out for jerks like me because <laughs> I get impatient out there. And, uh, you know, so be careful. Don't get upset. Now, of course, there's always... Those little smart ducks out there, young or old, who just are purposely just trying to be nasty. But sometimes we take it that way. He's just some kid that's scared to death trying to 
get to their destination. So be aware, if, you know, if it's a teenager or little old lady, just uh, you know, just, just uh, grin and bear it until you get get past them. And uh, so, uh, just little little friendly advice this morning. That uh, well, let's uh, so I've missed this too. Let us stand and let us do our pledge of allegiance. So let me bring this up here. Hold on, on, so we can get this uh, going. All righty. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. Praise God that we uh, can come together and, well, what's the matter with this sucker here? It's messing up on me. I don't know what's going on. Hold on, give me a second here. I'm having all kinds of technical difficulties this morning. I don't know what's going on. Well, my device is freezing up on me here, so give me just a second. There we go. All right. Good morning, Jamie. But I uh, apologize for the, the uh, technical difficulties uh, in, uh, this morning. You know, it's, uh, it's Monday, so it's going to happen. <laughs> one, of those, one of those deals, I guess. But, uh, uh, but anyway, I, uh, I think we ought to dive into God's Word this morning. We're going to look at uh, Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. So again, if you have your Bibles handy, we're looking at Genesis chapter 5, verse 24. And if you don't have your Bibles... And of course, I, I try to make it as easy as I can on you. You can read along right here. So, <clears throat> Genesis five twenty four. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, and he was not, for God took him. Uh, if I learned to read this morning, <laughs> it's still still early. So. All right. So we look at this here. You know, uh, in our lives, I hope that. Um, First of all, uh, that you have committed yourself, given your life to Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, that's first and foremost. Uh, that is my, my hope to anybody that is watching on a daily basis that, uh, uh, that maybe I'll say something or that uh, uh, will draw someone to the Lord. And uh, the hope is that uh, uh, for those who are saved, uh, that these devotions will find you well and encourage you in your walk with the Lord. And that's just it. Uh, this is what we're, we're focusing on this morning. Remember, Enoch walked so closely with God uh, that God literally took him. He didn't die. He just, God took him to heaven. Uh, you know, of course, we see that uh, with Elijah and others in the Bible. And uh, you see that um, Enoch was an upright, good and righteous man, like Noah and so many others that we see in the Bible. And, um, you know, what defines us as Christians may not always be those extraordinary times uh, the, in our lives when we're under uh, tremendous pressure or when things are going crazy is maybe in those times when nothing's happening. And uh, that, you know, I, I remember reading a church sign years ago. It says, how a man is when he is alone is who he truly is. And, uh, and I think that, that would define more our, of our character as Christians as to how we act or react when we don't think anybody's watching, when we think we're all alone. And how is your walk with God? Uh, I was reading a, an illustration earlier <clears throat> talking about, you know, our walk with God is like taking a walk with our best friend. You know, say you and a good friend 
decided to go for you know these, these pretty fall days and she decided to go walk down some hiking trail uh, at, a, at a park nearby and of course you're going to be laughing and talking and sharing things about your life and just having a good time and good morning kelly and uh but if you were walking with that friend and you had a kazoo and you were constantly blowing into that kazoo well obviously the, eventually that friend's going to get annoyed and if you were if i was walking with you and you did that uh you would probably have to find a proctologist to get that kazoo removed from a certain part of your body. <laughs> I won't be able to put up with it. Uh, but my point is, uh, oftentimes when we walk with God, we're, we're walking with God, but like the kazoo, we have things that are distracting us, uh, That uh, such as maybe you're watching something you shouldn't be. Maybe you're involved in a, uh, something sinful that you know deep down is wrong, uh, and, and you're just trying to justify that sin or, or your, your, whatever it may be. There's still something there in your life that is uh, uh, impeding uh, your your true walk with the Lord. I liked what A.W. Tozer said. He said, um, and I have it written down here, uh, says, um, uh, live in a state of unbroken worship. And that's what we need to do on a daily basis, to live in a state of unbroken worship. That we don't have those distractions. That we're, you know, as I've said before, our, our minds are, are, are like a, a building or like a home. And there are many doors. And either all the doors are open to God or you're, you're closing off some of those doors because you like some of that part of that sinfulness uh, that the world is offering you, and you're not giving it all to the Lord. And we need to make sure we're being fully open, and we're fully giving our all to God, and we're working on it, and we're developing that right relationship with Jesus Christ. That's one thing I, I do, honestly. I pray every day, Lord, let me walk as close with you as Enoch did. And, you know, we need to be people of character. We need to be people who are upright. We need to, you know, this is kind of some of the things that I was hitting on last night's uh, message uh, for those who were able to watch. I was having problems with our uh, website last night, uh, but um, and people weren't able to tune in. But, you know, that's just it. We need to make sure that we're showing good character, that we're showing hospitality, that we're showing kindness, that we're showing we're ha being people of uh, that... Uh, no matter whether we're alone or in a group of people. See, it's so easy when you're at church to put on a good front, uh, to put on you know, a, you know, a, an attitude of a good Christian person. But then you go to work the next day and nobody tell you any difference between anybody else. And that's not a good thing. Uh, you should be distinct. Your character should, uh, you know, like, like you've heard the old saying that uh, sometimes you're the only Bible uh, that other people ever read. You never know who's watching you. You don't know who's uh, observing uh, your actions. And if you're sitting there saying that you go to church, but then you're involved in some shady business, then, uh, you know, that's uh, uh, not going to reflect well on you. And that's why, you know, just like any relationship, we have to work on that. We have to develop that. That's why it's called growing into spiritual maturity. Uh, it takes time. You know, that, you know, we can't, you know, there's a lot of people that it's so easy to say, boy, I wish I was like that person. I wish I could uh, be as close to the Lord as this person is. I, you know, and I get that. I understand that. There, there's people I see, I'm like, man, I wish I could uh, be at that, that spiritual level that these people are that we see. But you don't know, you don't know deep down what they're battling and what they're, what they're going through. And uh, you'll get there. You know, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Don't, you know, you just, uh, you know, I remember years ago when I was taking uh, guitar lessons. And, uh, you know, I, I was get, I'd get in a hurry. You know, I wanted to jump ahead. I was excited. I wanted to uh, uh, 
you know, jump to this chord or jump to that chord that he hasn't taught me yet. And uh, because I wanted to, to, to hurry up and learn. And he said, he'd always get on me. He said, slow and steady wins the race, you know. And, you know, that, that is uh, true and not only in guitar lessons, but in life in general. Slow and steady wins the race. Don't try to get ahead of God. Don't um, worry about trying to be like somebody else. You just you just have that walk with the Lord each and every day, slow and steady, talking to God, walking with God, laughing with God, crying with God, giving every area and every aspect to the Lord. People's going to let you down. People's going to hurt you. Think, you know, events will happen in our lives. But one thing's for sure, God will never hurt us. He will never forsake us. And he's always there to help us, to encourage us, to spur us on. And that we're in, that we're in a continual, perpetual state of growth. And that's one thing you need to ask yourself. Am I growing? You know, that's one thing I was talking about last night that uh, is very uh, troublesome. Because we live in a world of, of, of tolerance. Uh, we live in a world... Uh, where, uh, you know, nothing's exclusive. Hey, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. That's okay. And, uh, you know, thank you, Sheila. And, uh, you know, the kind of attitude, you know, and people don't like Christianity because we are exclusive, because we are telling people this is the only way to heaven. So you have people out there with the seeker-sensitive emergent church uh, kind of attitudes or uh, or that have this uh, ecumenical uh, view that uh, that all roads lead to heaven, that everybody prays to the same God. Nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, you know, again, like I, I don't mean to to uh, regurgitate a message from last night, but these are valid points I feel like need to be uh, reiterated. Uh, is the fact that uh, if God, if all people, if all religions uh, are, are praying to the same God, then what Jesus Christ did on the cross was in vain. Because what would be the point of him coming if, if, if the Wiccans, you know, are, can lead you to God, if the Muslim, the Buddhist, all that can lead you to God, then why did he need to send his only son? God could say, well, hey, they can worship one of these uh, religions here and they'll get them, get them into heaven. It, it, it's insane. You know, it's absolute insanity. And people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that things are exclusive. All right. Thank you, Tracy. And um, uh, they don't want to hear that Jesus Christ is the only, but it was it in John 14. Hold on here. Make sure I'm telling you right. John 14. Uh, no. Um. Let's try the Bible verse uh, I was wanting to read to you, but I, I keep my uh, can't find it this morning. But um, uh, John fourteen in particular would be a good chapter for you all to read if you want a little homework assignment. That would be a good uh, good uh, place for you to go uh, to read. But one thing that uh, trying to keep my mind with blank on anyway. But anyway, Jesus said exclusively. That I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. All right. So that is an exclusive uh, way. Uh, you know, people don't want to believe in absolute truth. It's amazing the amount of pastors and uh, John fourteen six. I was right as in John fourteen. I looked right at it. And I was looking at. It. I remember I kept thinking seven, uh, but I should have looked a verse ahead. Thanks, Ed. Uh, but anyway. Um, that's the problem. A lot of a lot of churches see they don't want to do anything controversial. They don't want anything that's going to offend. 
and they don't even encourage you to bring your Bible. That's insanity uh, because they don't want to offend anybody. Again, friends, I'm telling you, the cross itself is offensive. People are going to get offended. It doesn't matter, you know. So you might as well just give up on that, you know. If you're if you're trying to gain affirmation from other people, then you're you're going down the wrong path because uh, God's word's clear that we will be hated for His namesake. Okay, we were going to be hated for Him, and so you're not going to please. And these people pandering, all these people out there that uh, these politicians, Hollywood, that's pandering to these lunatics out there, it's going to bite them in the rear end. You're never going to appease and satisfy these people that are out, that are always constantly offended about everything. Uh, and it's going to get to the point where all we're going to have to wear uh, uh, the same color uniforms and the uh, same haircut. I mean, where, where's it going to end until it gets to the point where people claim they're not offended anymore? The thing of it is, we need to preach the cross. We need to preach salvation. We need to preach eternity in heaven. We need to preach eternity in hell. You have a choice between either the or. Either you choose Jesus Christ or you spend eternity in hell. And people don't want to hear that. It, it, they they want to uh, uh, well everybody's going to go to heaven no it ain't going everybody's going to go to heaven and and, and they say well uh, they um, uh, uh, we'll say well there's good people you know well, there's going to be good people that go to hell uh, that's, that's a sad fact and people have told me said well you can't tell me that uh, the the Buddhist the Muslim they've they've done all this they're still going to go to hell yes without Jesus Christ they will spend an eternity in hell see these are the things that so many People don't um, want to talk about. They don't want to preach about. They don't want to say because they don't want to hurt people, and or offend people rather. But see, we need to preach these kind of things so that we can uh, people understand that conviction. That cross needs to convict. We need to convict those around us so that they understand they are in need of a savior. They are in need of Jesus Christ. And so you know that's why it's imperative and it's important that as Second uh, Timothy tells us, we to study to show ourselves approved. A workman need not be ashamed. We need to make sure that we are studying God's Word, that we're developing that relationship, that we're striving not to be culturally relevant, not to be politically correct, but to be biblically correct. And that's what we need to do is make sure that we're keeping our eyes on Jesus Christ, we're keeping our eyes on God, and we're following after Him and striving and growing and learning the things of the Lord. And yes, people are going to make fun of you. And yes, people are going to put you down. I mean, it's like yesterday, uh, I ticked off a whole lot of people on Instagram, and I don't really care uh, because uh, they it was apparently a National Coming Out Day. And this lunatic woman put on there, she said, well, my 15-year-old come out, and he's so brave. I said, no, he's not brave. He's believed a lie of the world. He's been brainwashed and indoctrinated to think this is okay. And you as a parent should be, uh, should really, uh, what I wanted to say, should be slapped, but I didn't put that on there, but uh, to condone those kind of actions. Now, I'm not saying she shouldn't quit loving her son. She needs to continue to love him, but get him help. And as a parent, to guide him in the right direction because his brain is not fully developed. Yet. It's only after you're 20 years old is your brain fully developed. Of course, then again, you see a few people, and they're, well, if you're a liberal, your brain still isn't developed. But, you know, the point is to say, hey, you know, that's not normal. It's not natural. It's, you know, we need to get some uh, Christian counseling, figure out what's going on. But, and, and even Disney, all right, was, I think it was Disney Plus on their app, was doing little cartoon shorts uh, of uh, men uh, or women, whatever, coming out 
And, and this, this is nauseating. You're talking, this is pure propaganda attack on our children to make them think that this is okay. But for me to say that, for you to say that debt is wrong, it is not normal, it is not natural, it is, is against God's natural order of things and what he has ordained and put into place, we will be considered the bigot, we will be considered the hate monger. People will hate us for that. So, you know, uh, but it is wrong. And people say, why are you always picking on homosexuality? I don't, you know, I don't see, you know, if, if it was the, a group of pedophiles trying to make what they're doing legal, which sadly, from what I hear, they're, that's about what's happened in California, uh, making rape legal, making molestation legal, making, you know, adultery legal. Uh, well, I guess technically it is, isn't illegal, but it's wrong, I guess morally wrong. But you get my point. All right, you know, we're not constantly having things that are, are sinful being pushed as accepted. And when this sinful lifestyle is being pushed to be accepted, and we're saying, hey, no, this is wrong. But you'll be amazed the amount of Christians and pastors who are now giving that a pass and saying it's okay. And that is just wrong. You know, we are to abhor and hate sin. And so, my friends, my point is that uh, as Christians, life, as long, if, if Jesus tarries, you know, if he, if he doesn't rapture us out soon, Things are going to get progressively worse, and they're going to get worse on you as a Christian. So you better be working on that right relationship with the Lord. You better be developing and working on your on that daily walk. All right. And I know you may not physically like to walk, but you better spiritually be walking closely with the Lord. Because when these attacks come, you're going to need his strength. You're going to need his ability to be able to stay strong and true and not compromise with the things of the world. And, you know, it's just like my dad talked about uh, a professor of his, uh, and uh, he's in World War II, and uh, the ship was getting ready to hit the beach. And um, they, I want to say Normandy, I don't know if that's correct or not, but anyway, he, um, uh, all of a sudden, the boy got down and started praying. He said, son, if you're just, if you're waiting to now to pray, uh, you're in trouble. You should have been praying a long time ago. And that's it. That's what I'm trying to tell you now. You don't need to wait to the last minute and say, oh, I better start doing right, start walking with the Lord. You better be doing it now and have been doing it and, 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 and work on that relationship and walk with him daily. Uh, it's imperative. It's needed. So when those attacks come, you can stand true and strong because it's not your strength. It's the Lord's strength that will help you to uh, tarry on. So uh, keep that in mind. Work on that uh, spiritual walk on a daily basis, and you'll be glad that you did. But uh, appreciate all y'all watching this morning, and uh, that warms my heart that so many said today were uh, uh, they missed the devotions. And I do hope these de these little devotionals uh, uh, start your day right uh, in the right direction. Appreciate you, Ed, for uh, your comments. And uh, sorry for the flub on John fourteen six. I looked, I was in there looking right at John fourteen seven. I thought, no, that ain't right. And I looked over, right there, John fourteen six, just right above it. So, it's early, people. I'm tired. <laughs> so, <laughs> no excuses. I should have known better. Well, let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to walk with you daily. Help us to serve you well. Help us to, to constantly be trying to grow and to learn and to have that intimate relationship with you, Jesus. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, and protect us. Lord, be with all of our 
kids as they're returning back to school this morning, all of our teachers and their assistants, parents as they're driving, Lord, uh, just be to keep everyone safe and, and well, uh, be with this nation. And Lord, let our election be an outcome, be one we can celebrate. Uh, Lord, be with our police officers. Lord, let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Be with our sister in Christ, Kim Penix, Wendy Lee. Pray to be with Ron Thompson. I pray to be with Roger Winters, Jane Kitchings. Uh, Lord, I pray that um, you'll be with Fran Pear and uh, so many others, Lord Jesus. You'll be with Linda David Feathers and Roger Ginger, uh, sorry, Ginger Hood and uh, uh, Troy. And uh, Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you'll be with each and every person watching today. That you'll keep them safe and well. And Lord, for, I pray that you be with our president. Give him safety, protection. Give him wisdom, knowledge, discernment during these difficult times. Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Can't talk this morning, I tell you. So thank you, Lee J. and Gina Lynch. But uh, thank you, Susie. But I um, uh, hope everybody has a good day today. Hope you have a blessed day. And remember, if you uh, ever have problems uh, trying to watch on uh, Facebook, you can always watch on our website at flbconline.com. Uh, watch live as it happens. And um, I also upload these to YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, audio only. But you can listen to all of our sermons and all the daily devotionals I do uh, as you're going out and about your day. So a little later on today, I'll be uploading yesterday's uh, Dad's sermon and my teaching from last night. So uh, I uh, thank you, Sheila. I appreciate those kind words. But uh, I do hope everybody has a good day, and uh, I know it's Monday, and it's easy to get frustrated, and so don't let uh, let people bring you down. You just keep your head held high. You know that you're a king's kid, and smile. The victory's already won. You've won. So let that, uh, don't let your attitude be a sour one, but let it be a good one. So uh, appreciate you all, and I hope everybody has a blessed and wonderful day today. Thanks for watching.